Le'Veon Bell, Ryan Tannehill, Josh Allen, buy low, sell high, all that coming up right now. An action-packed five minutes of fantasy football talk. Let's get it going. And what's going on, everybody? It is Wednesday morning, and week five is finally over with a big win for the Tennessee Titans. Adam Azer and Chris Towers here on Fantasy Football Today in 5, a podcast that gets you caught up fast on the fantasy news and advice you need to know. Follow and stream us on Spotify. All right, Chris, let's start with the Le'Veon Bell news. He's released by the Jets. Yeah. What do you? Th- <laughs> what's your reaction in the fantasy world? Celebrate good times. Come on. <laughs> I mean... Look, he needs to land on a team, but look, the guy got away from Adam Gase. And if history is any, I don't know, sign would be the word to use there. That's good news. I mean, you look at Kenyon Drake, Ryan Tannehill, uh, Jarvis Landry had a good season in his first year with the Browns. Like guys tend to have their best play. Everyone on the Dolphins. Get away from Adam Gase. <laughs> Who is that? Everyone on the Dolphins. Yeah, I mean, yeah, Devontae Parker was yeah. one of the best wide receivers in football last season. But when and you look so, at Bell, could he land in a spot where he gets enough work to be better than what he is now? Back in the preseason, it was really hard to find a place for Leonard Fournette to land where he would get a number one workload. And turns out uh, he didn't land somewhere where he will. But I think having this happen in season is probably better because there have been injuries and the the place I run on CBSSports.com, the place that I would like to see him land, the number one landing spot, would be the Chicago Bears. I think he is a better version of who David Montgomery is at this point. Uh, much better pass catcher, although I think David Johnson, David Montgomery's fine. Probably a better runner, but that is a situation where the Bears like to get the ball to their running backs in the passing game, down the field. And I think if Le'Veon Bell ended up there, he could be a high-end number two running back again. Did you put any Jets running backs in your waiver claims? Uh, I didn't. I, guess, I, I mean, I, I guess like LaMichael Pirine could be worth like a dollar bid just because they they can't just ride Frank Gore the rest of the season, right? They have to see what they have in, in Pirine. So he, he would be the guy who maybe has a chance to be uh, useful. It's it's definitely not Frank Gore who we saw start a couple games and just there's there's nothing there. There's yeah, there's sixty yards there potentially, but yeah, um, I mean it's like your kind of ceiling is eleven points, maybe yeah. maybe thirteen if he catches one pass for ten yards. But for the most part, yeah, I just don't think there's anything there in that offense or with Frank Gore. All right, we're obviously going to talk about. It. We actually already did a bonus pod. Jamie and I did it uh, for the fantasy football today feed, and we'll talk about it on Wednesday's show as well. Tennessee forty-two, Buffalo sixteen. Got a major fantasy takeaway from this one. AJ Brown's really good, and it was really nice to see him back. He is the number one guy there. Even I mean, no Corey Davis, no Adam Humphreys, but AJ Brown was going to be the number one guy, no matter what. There, and it was good to see him hit the ground running coming back and. Stefan Diggs, we were we were so wrong about how much he was going to get used in Buffalo. He is getting used like a legitimate number one wide receiver. 16 targets in a game where the Bill, Bear, Bills were chasing points the whole game. Uh, uh, he might be a top 12 fantasy wide receiver moving forward. Well, that John Brown didn't play in this game, but it's not. I don't know that we were wrong about the way he was going to be used. I was wrong about the amount of throwing they were going to do. That's just 41 pass attempts for Josh Allen. I know they were trailing, but they're a passing team. 
And they're, when they're winning their passing team, when they're losing their passing team, they've been a running team for so long. Uh, this is a great offense for Stefan Diggs. And it was a bad game. For, it was a bad game for the, for the Bills. I mean, Devin Singletary yeah. was horrible in this game. TJ Yeldon had much better numbers. If you missed it, he had a really long 34 yard run late, late, late in the game. Other than that, he was not effective on the ground. He caught a touchdown. It was his only catch. So I'm not, uh, I don't think Yeldon's a big thing. Zach Moss was out again. And uh, yeah, you know what? Be good news for Zach Moss when he gets back, though. Maybe D- Diggs and Diggs and Brown were great. Ryan Tannehill, if he's not, if he's available in your league, you need yeah. to get Ryan Tannehill on your fantasy team. Okay, uh, give me a buy low. Michael Gallup. Uh, I know people are kind of fed up with the inconsistency, but with bye weeks coming up, you know what you want? You want a guy who can go off for 150 yards and a touchdown in any given game, and that's Michael Gallup. Give me a sell high. Uh, Mike Evans, we need to be really worried about what's happening. He is 66th in the NFL in average depth of target. Last season, he was 7th. Tom Brady is not looking for him down the field. Give me an F. F. You got your F. Give me an F. F. Give me a T. F. (laughs) Yes, you do get an F. This is FFT in 5. Follow us and stream us on Spotify. Do the same with the full-length Fantasy Football Today channel. Thanks a lot to Chris Towers. I'm Adam Azer. We will talk to you tomorrow morning.